Richard Pryor is. I was looking at Hook. Does Hook go in the water or does it? I don't know. Will it rust? I yeah. don't know. How can he swim with it? She didn't make fun of Hook. I didn't make fun of him. He just can't make a cup. Carl, his name is Barry, okay? Not Hook. <laughs> he has a Hook, but his name is uh, Barry. Is it Barry? Let me check. Uh, Hook, uh, Hook, what's your first name? No, but okay, he's called Hook in this uh, in this film. Let's see, Fuji Ellie. I don't see his name. Look, he, he's one of the ones you research him, and it's like nothing there. It's nothing to talk about. He's oh like, no, I, I believe you on that. I just think it's uh, the fact that his character's name is Hook is pretty, it's pretty weird. I think it's because uh, maybe it's because of his hook. I think it's a good hook. Okay. Yeah. So they need everybody to vote yes on the age 14 thing. Okay. You got it, Danny. With us, that's six votes. So they're like, how can we do it? They're like, blackmail. We can't, we don't have time. They go through all of it. Then they decide we'll put acid in the water. So wait, were they in Los Angeles again? They're still in DC. Look, they really are. This is a federal crime. He becomes president by... by... <laughs> but the thing is, like, uh, they should have just targeted the House of... The, the, the Congress. But right. they didn't. If they put it in the water, all of D.C. is going to trip. Right, but they didn't put it in a reservoir. They just threw it in the lake, in the Potomac. Yeah, it's a movie. All the fish are tripping? The, yeah. the What? Hey, hey, I'm a groovy lobbyist. Tripping, Senator Fergus. Here's tripping. my impression of uh, tripping in uh, the White House. Now, hey, each tripping how member of Congress has a under, you know, thirty person with them as their guide. As a Sherpa in this crazy new world. The thing is, he's acting like acid is alcohol right now. Right. You know what I mean? Or mushrooms? It's like. Not a sensory deprivation thing. It just makes you think. Yeah. And act. Oh, my name is Samuel Clemmings. Oh, hello. I didn't see you come in. Reports of my death were greatly exaggerated. <laughs> They're all tripping. There's Senator Albright at Bagley Sr., Wow. It's not acid. They're all like stoned. Ha 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 ha. Well, no, then it's like acid because it's like close ups. Oh, he's freaking out. That's kind of acidy. Now they're going to do the vote and they're everyone, yay. Yay. But the thing is, the person taking the vote is stoned. Okay, so here's the long forgotten Shelly Winters. Now right. that uh, he's gonna like run for president or something. Um, oh wait, now I think this is a scene where Holbrook comes to him and looks says, "Would you talk some sense into your boy?" And she's saying, "Ever since the accident, she's been with an acid therapist." Oh, a little microdosing, ahead of his time. And so you can see the father is in a wheelchair and he's smoking pot. So anyway, she won't 
help him tell his son to quit it. Yeah. Oh, hey, I have breaking news. Uh, my brother wants to get on the speaker. He has one thing to say. Okay. All right. Okay, I'm sorry. This, this is a live podcast, but we're going to bring him in. All right. All right. Let me, how does this phone work? Okay, here we go. Uh, the host of Proudly Presents. Resents. Resents. The cult movie podcast. Hey, Mike. Yeah, hey. Uh, am I on speaker? You are on speaker. Yeah, I just wanted to know, you guys, did you hear about that uh, actress that got stabbed today? No. Reese, um, Reese. Oh, Reese Witherspoon? No, with a knife. Uh, you're on the podcast, by the way, Adam. I hung up after that. Oh, okay. That was a brief appearance from Adam Spiegelman, host of Proudly Resents. Yeah, so guys, some great interviews. And that blows our cover that it's not really January 2022. Why? What did he say? He said that there was a, a stabbing of an actor today. Reese. Reese, uh, Reese who? With their... With their spoon? No, with a knife. With their knife. You know, I... I knew. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I had, a, I had a... I had to respond, right? I mean, I couldn't leave him hanging like that. That would be embarrassing. I guess. So now, <laughs> um, they're plotting that he would run for president. Is he going to be a Democrat or a Republican? And they strategize, and he's going to be a Republican just because it fits opportunistically, and he's going to run for president. This is their big powwow. Wait, and where are they powwowing? In the fucking Capitol again? Yes, in the Capitol building. I'm telling you, I just watched that HBO uh, documentary on, on January the January 6th. Uh, uh-huh. And they're chilling out. That's pretty cool. Have a Pepsi. With a, with a fuck. Coke. Did you ever see George C. Scott's sitcom called Mr. President? It was on Fox uh, back in the day. I guess no. On a very special Mr. President. So you thought it would be cool to smoke pot in the Lincoln bedroom. (laughs) Sunday, 8.30 after The Simpsons. All right, he's running for president already. They'd spare nothing on this budget. I want the biggest Eisenhower. Is that Eisenhower behind him? Eisenhower and Reagan. Yeah. That was the day of, you know, Eisenhower was out of office. He was the most recent Republican president. (laughs) Who's that dude? Who, behind? Oh, I don't know. I don't Uh, know. Is he? Oh, it's William Shatner. I'm sure he's the son of a business. I'm sure he's the son of a bitch. Was he the vice president? I guess. Yeah, probably. Hugh, Hubert Humphrey. Oh, he was a Democrat. Wow, yeah. I guess I'm drawing a blank. I wasn't I born, but... Eisenhower's yeah. vice president was. Was it Nixon? Yeah, maybe. Right. Was that makes Nixon sense. vice president? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Wow, what a lousy tie. It's always with the red ties, these candidates. Cravat. It's a cravat. Oh, it is cr- cravatative. <laughs> Wait. Provocative cravat. I can't do it. It's provocative for a crock of this. You cannot do it. I, cra- I try, but I, 
Carve not do it. Crav. Crav. Cravat. Cravat. Oh, right. Yeah. Boy, this guy likes dogs. Yeah, that's all bright. And he's going. Uh, he just can't. There's Dick Clark. Oh, Dick Clark. I'm producing this movie for the youth. Wow, he really looks young. In 68. Yeah, Dick Clark. Did he, you know, he had Dick Clark Productions. Well, I guess this is an AIP movie, so it's not, yeah. he's not producing this. And it's a perfect one because they hit the nail on the head. It was the Times, never trust anyone under 30, and they exploited it all the way to this. Right, and Dick Clark was 69, as you said, in this movie. It took <laughs> place in 68, and he was 68. So now we're having more delusional... Um, Shelly Winters stuff in which she's like thinking that if her president her son becomes president she will be uh, ambassador to England and the queen will accept her in gosh I forget the name of the Buckingham Palace room oh uh, the hoity toity room yeah yeah I think it's already passed it was like the oh. court of Elysian or some crap. You can't believe how. Boy, she, she, she is a nutcrack. Now, does she help him at the end of this movie? He he has to have a downfall, right? He's not going to get shot in the head and the movie's going to end. Nope. nope. Wow, look at this. They're all able to see Max Frost. Yay, president. Uh. For president. Dun, dun, oh, this is pretty cool. Gonna fly now. Dun, 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 right. Dun. Don't have time for plot development. Dun, dun, dun. Look how he's playing the drums. Yeah. His left hand's holding it like a chopstick. His right hand's holding it like a club. That's the old school style of drumming? Mm-hmm. And still jazz today. Yeah. Wow. You know all the great presidents, Ulysses S. Grant. Max Frost. Max Frost. Yeah, yeah, right. There you Max go. Max Frost. We stop at Johnson because that's where we are in history. <clears throat> right. The 25th? No, 34th. Here he is, President. Uh, I think President it's Frost. <clears throat> I think it's 37. Hold on. And he's got a rat tail, our president? Gross. Yeah, gross. Absolutely fucking disgusting. <clears throat> on, no on November 5, 1968, the Republican nominee Max Frost is elected president of the United States, defeating Democrat incumbent Lyndon B. Johnson. Because they didn't know he wasn't going to run for another term when this was made. He's inaugurated as the 37th president, January 20, 1969. In reality, former Vice President Richard Nixon won the 68 election, defeating the Democrat incumbent Vice President Herbert Humphrey at the time of filming. It was widely expected Johnson would run for a second full term. However, in March, he announced he wasn't going to do so. God, yeah. Now, also, like... I mean, 1968, there was the presidential, the Democratic uh, Convention, right? Which was pretty crazy from what I understand. Yeah. yeah. That was, yeah. There were protests so, outside and it ended up in violence. 
Blood in the streets, the town of Chicago. Oh, if only they had that footage, they could pad out this movie more. Now, Holbrook will try to shoot the president. Sore loser. Yeah. 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 Oh no, he's giving his his uh Mr. Smith goes to Washington filibuster speech. Well, it's it's worse than that. What he's doing is he's saying they're going to implement internment camps and everyone 35 and older is going to go to the internment camp. Whoa, what a hard shirt. And take acid. And take acid? Yeah. Now watch Holbrook's going to pull out a gun and go to shoot him. Damn right. I'm not going to no acid hold, you know. Yeah. No one's going to hold this brook. <laughs> you can't hold brook. You can't hold brook? How'd you like a brook? <laughs> not even how. <laughs> you, can't, you can't hold brook. Well, oh, excuse me. I didn't see you. I was too busy writing. Uh, Mark Twain. Well, I was too busy writing. Adventures of Tom Sawyer by Mark Twain. Look, he's going to pull out his gun. Mark, don't do it. Samuel, put the gun away. Don't so do no it, Mr. Clemmings. Opening so no one notices. He learned that from Dirty Harry. He's got the gun. Wait a minute. He brought a gun into the floor? Yep. Yay, a tournament camps for all. Camps. Holy shit. Whoa. Whoa, stop. That's Frank Grillo from... Uh... He goes, let him run. He won't get far. And guess what? He'll never pay for that crime. Nowhere in the rest of this film is he going to get, you know, arrested to try to kill the president. Hey, if, if uh, Max Frost isn't getting arrested for this pinstripe suit, then no one will. Well, in the day, that's fashionable. I guess so. Look at that rain cap she's wearing. I know, little pokey dotties. That was fashionable. Ridiculous. Well, the other the other guys are just squares. Yeah, and they're yeah. really annoyed by this little creep. Off to the LSD camp. I don't think he's saying it now. Oh really? Oh, I gotta we gotta raise the volume on this. We'll draft beer. You want to draft me? We'll draft beer. <laughs> draft beer. Oh, I'm trying to think of the guy who came up with acid and then took a bicycle ride. Do you hear that story? Yeah. He, and then he was going. He would not be cool with these camps. <laughs> He'd be like, "You guys got the wrong idea on how to take acid." D-lysergic acid diethylamide tartrate 25. That was the batch that he made, and he got on his bike to head home and tripped his brains out. Yeah. Internment camps. I know, it's so crazy. Every state of the union's got one. Sure. Oh, there's Paradise Camp. Oh, it's with the peace sign, Carl. I think my irony meter is exploding. Look at the old people. Including Senator Albrecht, including Ed Bankley. There he is, Ed Bankley. Yeah. Yeah, senior. In his uh, graduation gown. Who else would be waiting for the bus but an old person? 
Look what an old timey bus it is, too. It's not, it's not even a Volkswagen. That's just like a. Oh, I don't know. They must have had it on the lot. This is shot on the lot. Look, there's the water coolers with acid everyone's got to take. Yeah, no one's drinking. They're too busy talking about last night's episode of. Uh, did you see Sex in the City last night? I couldn't believe it. You guys watch Game of Thrones? All right, enough water cooler chat. Keep going. Oh, I see. It's water cooler. Hey, I've, have you guys? I've seen Sex in the City many times. Uh, once in the subway. Uh, uh huh. Once behind a dumpster. Uh, yeah. Once in the alleyway. Carl, you gotta just leave me alone, right? Apparently, fuck. people have urges. Wow, they're, these hippies are putting them in hippie camps. Yeah, but why do they have to push them and tear off their clothes and be assholes? I don't understand. Like, where there's just like 20, 30 old people. Yeah. And what, like, what's the exit policy? They take acid, and then when are they rehabilitated? And now they'll be cool, and you let them back into society. There isn't any of that. Is this everyone from the neighborhood? Oh, are we still in Washington, D.C.? I would doubt it. Yeah. They this they travel from like DC to Los Angeles consistently. Oh, Ethan Surfy. Uh get out of there, you bum. You beach bum. Ethan Surfy. Surfy? The guy from uh, My Name is Earl, his buddy. Oh, okay. From I thought he was wife, um Hawaiian punch guy looked like to me. He looks like Punchy, the Hawaiian punch guy. Punchy. You're talking about Punchy? Yes. So now they're saying, like, what about people who are 35 and they look 25 and they're faking it? And he's like, well, if they're faking it, they're probably pretty cool. Mr. President. <laughs> yeah. And he says, what about the ones who are like, some people are hiding old people in their attic. And he goes, well, they're out of the way then, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. Weird. He's really just turned into a lunatic. Yeah. Yeah. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. You know why? Just because it sounds cool. Right. Well, are the old people going to revolt? Nope. Oh. Nope. They're going to hang out in camps. I heard they're just going to go hang out in camp and call you on your birthday. And Hallbrook will kill himself. Wow. Yeah. What a bummer. Right. Damn. <laughs> this guy, like, uh, I mean, I feel like, it's, is everyone in tournament camps, as you say, in all 50 states? Yeah. Everyone over 35. 35 or older. Here they found someone who's over 35 and didn't go to the they're gonna camp. Get a, you know how they track them? They go on Facebook. And they're <laughs> like, you're posting. You must be over 35. <laughs> no. Oh, this is like uh, Planet of the Apes was also 68. This looks like that scene. Right. Except, you know, Planet of the Apes was better. He goes, get your hands off me, you damn dirty ape. And they're like, oh, holy shit. The hippie's like, get your hand, get your clean hands off of me. Get your hands off of me, you clean, square human. <laughs> human. Big lipstick. 
this is very insulting because uh, it's like um, they I forget the lot. Turn it on. All right. There we go. Don't want to be no yellow peril. So, I'm just saying, like, the people of China would not make up a song in which they don't want to be no yellow peril. It's just, it was stupid for the movie. Okay, and another person who won't go quietly is Shelley Winters. Because her character establishes that, oh, they got her. Oh, well. We'll never know. Stupidly saying, like, I'm young, I'm young. I, I look, I'm young, I'm young. Right. Well, she was she was very cute, you know. That was Hook, did you see? Why would Hook be at some raid? Because it's the mom of the president, maybe? He's like, we gotta take you in. Hey, Mrs. Frost. Hey, Hook. Sorry <laughs> about this. Doing no, you gotta work. Yeah, there's dad hiding his face. <laughs> And not dad, son. Excuse son. me. And 15-year-old accountant. Run, old people. <clears throat> Is this a memory or? I have no idea. Who are these people, Carl? I have no idea. Well, that's the Max Frost for sure. I really don't know what this scene is about. Oh, he's doing good. Yeah. He's this is like the, the army and he's sending, uh, he's feeding the world. Now, this, she's freaked out because of the acid, but we're going to see Holbrook. You can hold him back. You can hold Brooke back. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Oh, excuse me. I didn't see you there. I was too busy writing The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn by Samuel J. Clemens. Are you using the N-word, Mr. Holbrook? Well... Repeatedly. It's my character. Yeah. Well, I have Mark Twain. Right, you know, he used to use the N-word a lot, and people would be like, Mr. Holbrook. He goes, no, 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 I'm a character. I'm Mark Twain. <laughs> So now there's the daughter of <clears throat> the late Senator Ferguson. Right. He's I like, remember her. I don't want to or whatever. And then he's like, well, you're gonna because I'm the adult. And she goes, how old are you? Well, turn it up because I forgot how old he is. 26 maybe. And she goes, that's old. Now, for some reason, that will haunt him. Right. He called him old, which is... Wow. No, it's not dumb. He's acting like a big, big baby. He's got six years before his palm starts... He's acting like a baby, and a baby calls him out. He's like, that's me. I'm a little girl. What have I done? Oh, and also the internment camps. I'm a crazy. I'm a crazy. I'm an actress. I'm an actress. Here's the Red Dawn. 
Red Dawn's like this too. The communist like uh, gets uh, their their father. He's like, avenge me. Yeah. He's like, avenge me. Wolverines. Wolverines. Come on, Wolverines. Save me from this camp. They're acid as shit. Wolverines. I'll avenge you, Dad. Oh, no. Shit. She's got ketchup on the barbed wire. Oh. Hey, watch out for that movie screen. So now he got rid of the Secret Service. So he just can go wherever he wants. Yeah. Kick back, go around. So he's in D.C. then, but it looks like... I think he's in L.A. right this second. But he's the president. I know. It doesn't have to make sense. Now oh, he's really? Stoked. Yeah. Now he's we're halfway through this. You're old. No, I think we're much closer to the end than you think. Yeah, it's there's only oh, really? four minutes left. Yeah. Four minutes left? Kicking ass. You're old. You're Oh no. So when I first saw this movie the first time ever, I thought he was gonna kill himself. He's that like low he's just gonna take a leak the end but what they do is they try to make a fake twist ending i can't believe this movie's ending nothing's happened oh the internment camps are pretty bad well he became president big deal got the ages lowered to 14 he had riots in the street yeah they lowered the they lowered the voting age to fourteen, and suddenly the president is president of Minecraft, and then suddenly <laughs> Minecraft is. I'm telling you, these these kids today. The, 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 the secretary of of Fortnite. <laughs> now is so, he on acid or something? I don't know. This is like when I really thought he was going to kill himself. Uh, uh. Gonna run out of hair gel. Be careful on the on the ground, rolling around. You don't want to mess up your hair. Yeah, you don't want to get ticks too. Yeah, that's true. So Ooh, oh, you just walked in the water. Your shoes are getting wet. Squish, 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 squish. He can do anything he wants. He's the president. I'm gonna walk in a puddle because I'm the president. Splash. Now he comes across some sea creature. Like a shrimp or a prawn or a something. Sea monkey? They say what it is. Yeah, it's a sea monkey. And he kills it for no reason. He's the president, David. That's the You're power. Old. Oh, you're old. Shut up, fish. <laughs> oh, he didn't even like fish. What is it? It's crawdaddy. The critter. They call it something different, though. Well, I don't know what it's called in Washington, D.C. slash Los Angeles, but... It, get, it bit him, so he gets angry and he kills it. Oh, that better be a, a mechanical crab. Oh! Hey, I watch videos like this. Really right step now, on it. river dance. <laughs> right. What did you do? Why'd you kill him? He's our pet. And he's yeah. like, what are you going to do about it? Beat me Unknown up? comic? Unknown comic junior? What are you going to do about it? You guys are okay. too poor. You can't even so, afford a mask. Turn the sound up so you can hear the twist ending. 
Oh, the youth are going to kill him? That would be good, but they just imply it. Watch. watch. He's the president. Leave the sound up. Leave the sound up. All right. I don't know. I'm getting hypnotized by this music. We're going to put everybody over 10 out of business. Whoa. Yeah, so they wanted to get rid of the older people. Well, we're going to get rid of people older than us, and that's you, Max Frost. Listen, if same-sex marriage can exist, then I can marry uh, a chair. If they lower it to 15, they can lower 10. Whoa, so this does set it up for a sequel. And I do believe they'll be outnumbered. Exactly right. Is it me, but does that look like an American flag? I guess that's what it's supposed to imply. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we did it. Wild in the streets. Carl, what's thinking of the movie? Um, it was interesting because it's a snapshot of time and political movements around that time, like the draft and NOM and lowering the voting age, lowering the drinking age because of NOM. But, um, I don't know. It was, it was a curiosity. Yeah. It was a, a youth exploitation film with a political, you know, hypothesis, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I always wanted to see it, and I did. I don't know. It's I can't tell if it's like half ripoff or, uh, you know, half exploitation. Like just... Perfect AIP film. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was solid. I'm glad I finally saw it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You heard uh, about it for years. Yeah. Sometimes there's movies like, you ever see like a movie that, let's say when you're young, this movie came out and you missed it. And now people are like, oh, you got to go see this movie. And you're like, I don't know. I don't want to watch the Goonies. You know, my life, I've, I've, I've gone on through my life without watching it. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have watched Wild in the Streets here on Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl, L-W-A-F-L-O-Y-P. Nailed it. <laughs> Check out the YouTube channel. Carl does spend a lot of time syncing up the episodes to the movie. So give yourself a break syncing it yourself. Uh, Carl, next week's movie, well, very excited. We should mention this is... Uh, Every year, last since the last two years, public domain movies go into the public domain. After seventy-five years, they uh, go into the public domain. So there's a list of movies that are now available to do whatever you want. We could talk over them and sell it, and we're, you know we we reappropriated the movie by talking over it, and we created new art yeah. because the art's available to the public, and uh, we could play and tinker with it. So next week we're going to watch. The greatest movie ever. Yeah, it's gonna and there's no real trailer, so it's called The General. It's from 1926 and is starring Buster Keaton. Right. Uh, we saw another Buster Keaton film. So Seven Chances. Yeah, and that was also because it became public domain. Yeah, that's right. That's right. These uh, and uh, this one is like a classic. So we're actually watching a good movie next week. I just want to give you a heads up. But I of also course, love that it's a silent film because then us talking over it, that's right. okay. That's okay. We, hey, this is the uh, narrator from Wildness Streets. What the fuck, guys? Talking over my <laughs> entire movie. Yeah, right. Yeah. By the way, Larry Bishop from Hellrise played Hook. Larry Bishop. Okay. He's the one that says uh, opinions are like assholes on your elbow or whatever he said in Kill Bill Volume 2. Uh-huh. He was he was the manager. 
right? Of the strip club that uh, Bud. And I did see Kill Bill, but I hated it, so I right. didn't, I didn't pay attention. Well, I think it was I probably st- saw Kill Bill too, but I hated it. Okay, well, here I'll remind you. So after two and a half hours of the first movie, an hour into the next movie, he shows up. Oh, you don't remember? Okay. No, yeah. I remember. My name is Buck. I like to Buck, but that that line is from uh, a Toby Hooper movie. Oh, but, yeah, with uh, and uh, Freddy Krueger, that actor, Robert England, uh, said that line. God, I just saw that movie. It's like about like. Some Florida alligator monster movie. <laughs> well, yeah, he's a predator, but there's, I don't know, there was like an alligator chasing people. I don't remember. Anyway, we're talking about two different movies. This movie, The General, has no alligators. There's no Buck who likes to fuck. There's no Freddy Krueger in it. Uh, his dad is a railroad engineer and he inherits uh, a Civil War era train. I don't even remember right, the movie. The General is the name of the train. It's yes. not the person you're going to meet. Yeah, it's and then the sequel. I've seen the sequel, the the general's daughter with uh, John Travolta. <laughs> well, we would love for you to check out this movie, uh, and we'll be watching a few uh, public domain movies in the next couple of weeks to celebrate the new year and the uh, the new public domain offerings. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, uh, you could check out. By the way, uh, the San Francisco Sketch Fest started January third. Mm-hmm. And uh, I am, will be on closing night performing with Colin Mayhem with, as the great difficulties. It's a great double bill with Please Leave the Bronx. Very funny. We all performed 20 years ago at the initial uh, Sketch Fest in San Francisco. So it's kind of a, a nice return to form. And that will be over at the Piano Fight main stage uh, at 8 p.m. And you can find tickets at sfsketchfest.com. Carl, you got something to promote, don't you? Uh, not really. Uh, CarlSucks.com is not working. It's uh, <laughs> Carl.Sucks. I got to look into why. Ooh, that's, yeah, I hate that stuff. The internet's supposed to last forever, and I'm supposed to remember every account I have. So if I have right, a website, exactly. it's got to work for the rest of the time. Yeah, I hate that. All right. Well, uh, don't go to CarlSucks.com. Go to Carl.Sucks. Yeah, Carl.Sucks. Yeah. Well, that's been the show. Thank you guys so much. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Michael. Thank you. you. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length This song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length. Mike
Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. It's been Yeah, wow. Welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-I-T. Yes, welcome to L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spagelman and Carl. Hey, Carl, how are you, buddy? All right, good. Thank you very much. I'm ready to watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike we... Spagelman. Thanks, Spagelman. What are you doing? All right, uh, so right here is... We're on mutinyradio.fm, as we are every Sunday. We stream here first. You can go ahead, type in mutinyradio.fm, and listen. Just press the listen now. You're probably listening now. You can make a whole afternoon of it. We are part of a great Sunday afternoon showcase. Bounce so Around Sound with Scotto just concluded after our show. Ugly Sunday. So what a day. Make it a day. But we're on 2 p.m. Pacific Standard time we also have a youtube channel where the movie we're going to watch will be synced with our conversation we want you to listen we also have a podcast so you can listen to us sunday night uh just subscribe to that acronym you heard up front l w a f l m o y t and you got it basically we want to watch a movie with you so we want you to go to youtube turn the sound off and watch a full night movie with us while you listen to our podcast you could also just go to the youtube channel L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. And as always, donate to our station, Mutiny Radio. Go to Venmo and donate at Mutiny Radio. Set no substitutions. Carl, what is the movie today? Today we will watch Things to Come 1936. Things to Come 1936. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. The ch channel we like, it's like Things to Come public domain movies. The channel's weird. It is... Two, I'm knocking about the number, MI3. So if you search for things to come, there's lots of choices. Some have ads. Pick this one or you won't be in sync with us because right. there's criteria. Those ads have different times. And again, we want you to look for things to come on YouTube and not Pornhub. Just right. saying that if you, if you go to RedTube and type in things to come, 1936, we're, I warned yeah. you. Don't Those do things will come, but it won't be our movie. Not our movie, but our movie is 
Things to Come 1936 has public domain in the title, but you just type in Things to Come 1936 and you will find the channel 2M I3. 2MI3, number two, number three, letter M, letter I, two. How many channels oh. are going to even look like that? You'll find it. You'll find it. It's, uh, it's up there. So hit pause. Uh, go ahead and click the link. But when it starts, hit pause. Move the timer to zero, zero, zero. We are going to press play at the same time. And to do that, and to give you some time to get yourself ready, Carl has spoken to a celebrity comedian. I haven't heard this yet. I can't wait to hear it. Carl, take it away. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Countdown, this time with Derek C. Quadfather. Welcome, Derek. So, Derek, we got to know each other through Compound Media, through your podcast, Backyard Boys, and we'll get to it. But I wanted to ask you about your name, Quadfather. Now, you're quadriplegic. Tell us about that. Tell us what happened and how you got this name. Uh... I made a huge mistake, so that's how I ended up here. But uh, uh, I guess I could tell you the complete story is uh, on Labor Day 10 years ago, I uh, I was out at the golf course having a good time. I played a, a lot of golf, uh, had many shots of whiskey, drank mm -hmm. many a beer. Um, then I went to a family get-together uh, party at my parents' house. And I, I got home and uh, I decided to go for a swim because my okay. my parents have an above above ground pool. Um, the reason I went, wanted to go for a swim was mainly because I was a little out of it, a little drunk. Um, and I thought possibly cold water might uh, liven me up, make me feel good. Yeah, flip the switch exactly like. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but it was worth a try. A super hot day, uh, September 1st. And then uh, I went out there and I was swimming around in this above ground pool. And uh, my drunk mind said, hey, why don't you climb up the tree that's right next to the pool? Uh-huh. And so I climbed up in the tree and uh, decided to attempt a flip out of the tree into the pool. Okay. Um so I'm standing up there on the limb and I'm saying to myself, ah, maybe I shouldn't do this. Drunk mind, I went ahead and went for it. And somehow I just completely cased it mm -hmm. and landed right, you know, neck first, right on the bottom of the pool. Okay, um, now at you're that... in the water, right? So you are yes. in danger because if you're having this problem, how did you get out of the water? Okay, so... I case it, I land in the bottom of the pool, I feel the back of my neck hit the bottom of the pool, I'm wide awake, and I realize that my arms and legs aren't working. Yeah. Um, so at that point, you know, panic sets in, and uh, I, I can move my hands a little bit like that, so I'm, I know where the ladder is, so I'm trying to swim over to it, but uh, my attempts are pretty much in vain. Um, and underwater sitting there drowning, you know, yeah. like a, one million thoughts go through your mind at that point. Um, so yeah, that, the, you know, I pretty much realized that I was dead and I was, uh, no one was down there by the pool. I did this by myself completely. Right. So there was no one watching me do it. I just did it just to do it. Um, 
And so what, you got to the ladder eventually though? That I was close to the ladder. And so where I started was completely across the pool. So um, apparently, you know, I was I was pretty out of it, but apparently mm -hmm. I almost got to the ladder. So I could, you know, at least pull myself up and try to get out of the water, get my nose or mouth or something out of the water. Okay. Um, but I didn't make it. So okay. I, there was that point I realized it was over. I was wide awake up to the point where I drowned. Yeah. And um, my luck is that my stepdad, who was up there, uh, up at the house, eating dinner, decided out of the blue to go put chemicals in the pool. That he is was, luck. Well, it might be a God thing, a divine intervention, yeah. some, something along that line. Um, so so he's sitting there eating dinner, decides to come put chemicals in the pool, comes down there, finds me, sees that I'm drowned. I was, I was blue, purple. I was pretty much gone. And then uh, my mom, who used to be a nurse... Yes. They pulled my stepdad. And my mom pulled me out of the pool. My mom gives me CPR. Wow. The ambulance shows up, flies me to, you know, St. Charles and Bend, and they put Humpty Dumpty back together again. <laughs> <laughs> so we're mentioning Oregon, just so people are in context with this hospital and this area. And used to be quite an outdoorsman out there, but you still hunt, you said. How do you go about hunting and what do you hunt? Uh, just deer and like birds, grouse. I don't know mm -hmm. if you know what a grouse is. They live up in the mountains. They're like a game bird, upland yeah. game bird. Okay. Um, but in Oregon, you can uh, drive around in your, with the disability tag, you can drive around and hunt on dirt roads. Um, uh -huh. So you, you could shoot out a window of a vehicle hunt oh. deer. Gotcha. So you do a drive-by on Pamby. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> okay, now we got to know each other through Backyard Boys. I love that name, by the way. And this is a podcast that's very fresh. It's only about two months old now. You've got like a whole cast of characters on there. How did this thing come together? And how do you manage like so many personalities at once, people talking over each other, you know? Because you, you guys do a good job with it. Yeah, um, you know, that's the main thing is you just, uh, you try to have timing. Um, you know, most shows that y you've been on uh, Gino's show in hot water. Um, most of the people that are on our show are avid watchers of that show uh -huh. um, or compound media in general, I should say. Um, most of them are old Opie and Anthony fans from yeah. uh, obviously that that's been around forever. Um but yeah, it's the same thing because, you know, you got a wild man like Gino who talks over you back and forth. You just have to get in, you know, get your spots and try to make it work. So everyone's kind of aware how that how that works. Um, just trying to get in a spot. You know, you, you have to have a little bit of patience and you got to wait. But sometimes we talk over each other, but it's all, you know, you, you someone tries to stop. You work it yeah. out. When I was on your show, um, I was noticing how people... Now, there were some times in which people were talking over each other, but the, the but but one of them would defer to the other. One of them would back off right away, like when they heard it coming. I guess you got some practice, you know, doing that, because I was impressed with... I, I, were there six people? I mean, I was impressed with how many... Oh, and there was this secret person, a behind-the-scenes producer person. How He seemed to, like, check every level and... What, is he air traffic control there? Who Who is this guy, and how come he's not on air? 
Yeah, well, uh, he just prefers not to be on air. Um, he's horribly disfigured. Uh, he was in a fire act. No, nothing like that. <laughs> um, whatever. You know, he just uh, prefers to have fun in, in that way. Uh, uh -huh. He's not always there. So, uh, you know, like half the shows, the entire first month or month and a half of the show, I just pretty much did it myself. Uh -huh. um, a lot of the times I'm doing the producing while doing the show. Yeah. So it's, um, but... But when he's around, that makes it a whole lot easier for me. If we have a thought, it's like, hey, go look this up. Uh, show us a clip from YouTube. Or, man, that that's so much more convenient than me trying to, like, scramble in the middle of a show to try to figure that out. So um, it is nice to have him backstage. Uh, now, who'd you hook up with on In Hot Water? Was it Steve Conti or was it Bobby Tamboro? One of those guys you got to be friendly with and bobby's coming on the show uh coming up right yeah he'll be on wednesday and wednesday. uh yeah what's it fred rubino he'll be on friday oh that's a that's a catch that's a catch right there that's a funny dude <laughs> that's great how did but you I, get associate like through messaging direct messages on twitter or yeah exactly so it's it's kind of funny because i had never called into the show till maybe like uh February of this year or last year, sorry, like a year ago. Um, and then I decided to go check out Twitter. So I became kind of a frequent caller. I had heard people's voices, so I knew kind of who they were, you know, just by their voice. Yeah. I knew they had multiple, you know, some people call in and play characters and whatnot. So it was trying to figure that all out. But when I got onto Twitter... Uh, I started messaging people and found out pretty quickly, like who watches the show and who actually calls in. And then the next thing you know, you're DMing people and saying, Hey, I'm quad father. How's it going? I'm the goofy guy that calls in and does this. Um, so that's kind of how we all met. And then we started direct messaging and, uh, come to find out there was another show that they were on. So I hook up with those guys and, uh, uh -huh. we were playing around on a different podcast and, um, Maybe around Thanksgiving time, I decided, hey, maybe I'll try to do a StreamYard account and play with it. And next thing you know, we're the Backyard Voice. And yeah. uh, Garrett and Gino are now our, like, audio drop on our show because they, yeah. you know, they kind of plugged us on the show. Backyard so, Boys. That's yeah, right. I, I guess we're, like, the resident show now, like uh, <laughs> the In Hot Water fan show. That's uh, why I wanted to be on, you know. Because I knew it was associated and, and, and uh, you know, just the name. The name is really what made me want to do it. So now on YouTube to find you guys, it's BYB Podcast. That's the channel, right? Yes, sir. At and BYB what, Podcast. And, and what same thing for Twitter? It's the same Twitter handle? No, it's uh, at BYB underscore podcast. Okay, at BYB underscore. That's the difference. Okay. Yeah. Only because that one, the on. other one was... <laughs> yeah, it was a blast, man. You're hilarious. Uh, we, loved, we loved watching you on In Hot Water and stuff. So Thanks. I want to be yeah. back, you know, so we'll arrange that, you know. Maybe Absolutely. I can sneak up on Fred Rubino, but we'll talk off air. But Okay, so, Derek, Quadfather, Backyard Boys. We are now going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube, and everybody at home's got to press play at the exact same time as we do here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Derek Quadfather, and give us that celebrity countdown. You ready?
three, two, one, go. Thank you, Celebrity Comedian, for that Celebrity Comedian countdown. And thank you, Criterion Collection, for presenting this version of Surf 2, the Criterion <laughs> Collection. Oh, look at that two-faced Janice. What a <laughs> double face. Oh, my God. God. Talking about both sides of his head? Enough with the logos. You all want to get associated with this. It's a public domain movie, right? Either you polish it up or you just put it on a video cassette. Oh, all know. right. Now, this is the opening to the soundtrack. Their main song for the movie is Hell's Bells. Right. By Meatloaf. <laughs> you know, I was at Big Ben and I said, whoa, there's Big Ben. And Big Ben said, my name's Ben. <laughs> So All right. sensitive. Look, so sensitive. things to come. Whoa, wait. I'm taking my 3D glasses off. It's too intense. It's things to come. It's no, but like, it never really came. It was his predictions. H.G. Wells. This was I based have on never the read the book. Is it a book or a novel? Or is it like a collection of curios and writings? It's a book. And it's written as if he was an um, a diplomat. Uh, here it is. No, it's not. Here it is. H.G. Wells, Things to Come. Um, <laughs> sorry, Mike. No, no problem. I think I know what happens. Jack the Ripper finds his time machine, hops Correct. in there, goes to San Francisco in 1979, Correct. gets a right room. Hey, goes to the gets a room. And he watches TV and he's like, ah, oh, modern day television is much more intense than the television of the telly I know from the 1800s. That was a great film and I wish it was on YouTube and we could do it. Somewhere oh, in Tango, what's it called? Uh, oh, we're going into the future. So this movie came out in what, 36 you said? Yeah, this came out in 1936. It's based off a book that he wrote. It is a book, but it was like the memoirs or journal or diary of a, an ambassador, like in 2054, something like that. Wow, the book does end later than this. Now, if you turn on the sound, you'll find out it's nice Christmas. It's nice right. Christmas. And they're playing this Christmas carol right now. It goes Christmas, 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 Christmas. It's put it up, put it up. Is Here it up? Go. Yeah, it is up. Here we go. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, M, N, O, L, O, P, E, Q, R, S, C, U, V. See, there's no L in my song. Okay, what the L, man? So what's going on is he's the director is contrasting, like, the nice, pleasant thing of Christmas to war is coming. Right. War is on the horizon. Hey, the oh, so H.C. Wells predicted a war in the future? Good for him. Check that <laughs> off. Well, this came out just before our, England's entrance into World War II. Right. Yeah. So, so the the box office the first week at least really profited off of that. You know what I mean? Like you know was, who doesn't profit off of anything so far, Carl? Are the newsies right? Because the news <laughs> are on the on the stands, they're on the bus. Right? I don't need to read it. I nearly got run over by it. <laughs> Christmas turkeys are all hanging out in the open air. Yeah. The world on the brink of war. See, see these people holding the signs.
Do you think it's like the last movie we watched? This is an impressionistic movie. So they're holding news instead of saying eat at Joe's or like war's coming. It's all like it's over the top. I get it. I want to hear people talk. It's a soundy, isn't it? It is a soundy. And it's in the public domain, Mike. Just let it rip. Okay. Sometimes the studio uh, rats get upset. The mice in the studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So right. this guy is um, a famous guy named uh, Raymond Massey, and he's known for his thick voice and everything. Uh, and he's going to be our hero throughout the movie because we'll see his descendants. We'll see, you know, he'll be an ancestor to the future. That's kind of cool. So that's how they were able to tell a story about the future is that it's a man and then his kids. Right. Now... This guy is the person who's supposed to let us know in the story, eh, I don't give a fuck all about war. A couple of people battling miles away, you know. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with him. Now, Wells is a British dude, right? Or yes. you wrote the cinema. So Yeah, this whole film is English. Gotcha. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Are you saying it's a British A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S. I don't get it. Why don't you say the L? Because that song has is a Noel. Oh, that's that's the Christmas Carol. It's a no. It's a Noel. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's. I learned that from a comic strip. Look! Look! Now here we have Christmas. And what comes to mind when I look at this scene is Christmas, 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 <laughs> Christmas, 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 Christmas. You know what I, what I noticed? Christmas. It's Christmas. Oh, Carl. Hey, uh, Merry Christmas. Oh, thank you, Mike. Let me be the first in 2023 to wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, Carl. Let me be the second, but I'm still the same person. That right. I wish you Merry Christmas. Merry oh, Christmas. well, thank you, Michael. Let me be the third. <laughs> how are we doing this math? Oh, all right. Is it third time or third? Okay, look how serious he is. You know, war, he's all serious about the war. But, like, he's not a bummer about it. Well, I mean, the kid has a little can war cannon, and yes. the whole streets are covered about war, so. It's just trying to be realistic. Like, he's the realistic one. Now, the old fogey sitting in the chair, he already did his bit. He's supposed to say, my, how things have changed since I was a lad. <laughs> I wonder what the future will bring. All right. So Thank what do we do? We, like, guys. wait 80 years? Are they going to do, like, animation? They'll see trees blossom, and then the leaves fall, then the tree gets bulldozed. Uh, well, there will be some camera tricks that I suspect are animation, but no, not that way. But, yeah, you'll have these long, look, look. Look, they turn look, the lights off. <laughs> were there light? Were there candles on that Christmas tree? That and it's weird, right? Because you can't you can't focus other than the fact the tree's going to catch on fire, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, here's to a new year and many future years of living trees. Oh, I have a song. He, uh, old lang syne, things to come. Right? Is that where the the phrase comes from? <laughs> 
old anxiety. I don't know. I don't know. How do you even say it? Old A U L D, right? Yeah. And then you know, Alan Sherman has a version. It goes, It was a man, his name was Lang, and he had a neon sign. And Mr. Lang was very old, so they called it Old Lang Sign. <laughs> Alan Sherman, not me. Yeah, he was my son, the folk singer. He, yeah, my son. I love that. that record. He did like a medley, and I only remember the medley's version. Okay, so now it's like, why are there si air raid sirens? And then the guy who was like, war, fuck all war, is like, you don't think they're close, do you? So now we're <laughs> hearing on the radio. We interrupt this Ryan Seacrest Morning Drive <laughs> Zoo show to bring you war. <laughs> We're oh, thank God. Stay tuned to be very scared. We're going to scare you now with war. I heard it on the non-visual radio of the present. <laughs> where did you hear about the war? Do you remember where you were when you first heard about it? I was in front of my non-visual... <laughs> One-way communications device. One-way communicator, radio device. Disseminating the fact. Doesn't the Brits have, like, a, a tax? Like, if you have a radio, you have to pay a tax to the government? Like a TV tax? I don't know. Teletax? <laughs> a teletax machine? No, no, like, if you had a telly, a television, mm -hmm. you would have to pay, like, I don't know. For teletax. Teletax. I can't believe they attacked the war. Yeah, right. I guess I was wrong. I can't believe this is considered a movie. <laughs> what? It's. I guess the camera's moving in front of them. That's a good trick. I take it yeah. back. Hello, Dolly. <laughs> yes, hello, Dolly. I, I feel like, as a director, you're just so distanced and always just backing away. What's funny is H. <laughs> That's good. Mike. What's funny is H. G. Wells was started to direct this film, and then they yes. were like, "No, you suck. No, dude. that's that's Who's one thing." Writing. He was alive during 1940, right? 36. Oh yeah, he was all over this film. He wrote it, and he was they respected him so much he had to prove everything, and that's unheard of for a writer. Right. But, um, when they first started, he was the director, and he just didn't know how to do it, you know. So, you guys stand over there. No, no. Okay. I guess I must have missed it during all the credits, but he, H.G. Wells himself wrote or co-wrote this movie? Yes, wrote it. Yeah. Wrote it. Yeah, he wrote it. He wrote the screenplay. Um... Exterior, street, people <laughs> holding signs saying war is coming. Exterior. Jasmine. He was mostly science fiction novelization. You know that, but he also yeah. wrote nonfiction stuff. And like he wrote this, well, as a book, he wrote it like as if you were re. You found some journal from a guy who was a diplomat years ago in the ages of old. You know. Wow! Look at this war again. We just got rid of. It's like World War One is coming to England. Can you imagine? You're right about that. You know, it's really interesting how they, when they go into the future, they predict it, but they retain the 1930 sensibility. You'll see what it is. The, yeah, the I know what you're talking about. Custom, the manner. I, yeah. I do enjoy that. I do enjoy seeing what the future looks like. 
but it's based on what the present was. So, you know, there's shed yeah. carpeting intentionally or not, or right. know, they, their airplanes are basically trains that float or whatever. Yeah, Logan's Run looks like the 70s. Yeah. Barbarella looks like the 60s. But that's part of the fun of it is that it's the now take of what the future is. Mm -hmm. But when you watch it again, you're like, well, that's the 60s take of the future. <laughs> yeah. So their take is really interesting. They get a few things. Do they get it right? I don't know. There was another war. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> that one was pretty easy. No, like, for instance, you're going to see flat screen TVs. You're going to see helicopters, and there were no helicopters at this time. You're going to see, like, them making tunnels, and it's like a squirrel, whirly screw. Like, things that they didn't have. You're going to see a Segway in really? it. Really? Yeah. Um, we call those um, embarrass yourself of naders. You get on there, and you feel shame. <laughs> we predicted the Segway. <laughs> you, you don't have to touch the ground your sadness will guide you throughout the the park tour <laughs> oh my god that's a segue well like you really have to be i don't know to be on a segue tooling around when there aren't any others around like you gotta feel a little i don't know there's something going on there i'm not saying Either, I'm no. not saying you're autistic. I'm not saying you're a narcissist. Oh. I'm not saying you're something's going on. I think it's kind of cool. Like I've seen people on hoverboards. You know that is, is super cool though. But I'm not, they don't literally hover. They have like a, there's a middle wheel. Oh, and oh, 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 you you kind of balance yourself on it and you roll down, and it's pretty cool. It's I don't like skateboarding. If, if I see a Segway, I'm not going to judge. I mean, it's it's so old school too. It's like having a TiVo. Check it out, I have a TiVo. Well, okay, that's cool. Look out for those shadows. Little so boy, look out for the shadows was, of war. Yes, we saw the guy who was fuck all, like now telling his kids, you gotta do your part. And he's yeah. you know, children marching around like a soldier. You saw how it cast the shadows. Exterior, show the yeah. same scene. Oh yeah, see, and they did go to the tunnel. How about that? But you see how like their World War II, is the entrance into World War One? Wait a second. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The Germany went into World War Two in any second now. But you see how there's still World World War One mindset with the helmets and yeah, the trenches. Mm-hmm. Well, not trenches, but this like this piece of equipment. You know, it's like a super gun. Do you think those World War One references? It's just over the top. No, I mean, that's their perspective. If there's a world war, we're going to have to have gas masks. I was Won't they be using gas? You know, that's their perspective. They just, I, I was making a joke. Over the top oh. is a World War One term. Because you go over oh. the top of the, the trench. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Trench mouth. Trench mouth. That's another World War One term. Trench mouth. Is that yeah. like people would get sick? You'd be in the trenches and you, your breath would stink. <laughs> yeah, no. they got horrible. There was horrible disease in there. That's what they're worried about back then. Breath. Oh come on, oh. please! Haven't you seen that that movie, nineteen seventeen? Aren't you learned? <laughs> I did. It's see fucking that. hell. You know, yeah, I look. was, I was like, it, they said like, it's going to be all one shot, right? And I was like, oh, that's so pretentious. But when you watch the film, 
Like it's seamless in that yeah, way. Yeah, it's very seamless. Yeah. No, they did. It's a really good job. I mean, it's also oh, a this journey. Is a for falling bricks area. Oh yeah, we're not really gonna bomb it. Well, this is cool. Look at these models. Yeah. Give, you can tell that there's. Oh. They're getting gas masks. This is pretty devastating. Yeah. She's War is hell, Michael. Look at that scene. War is hell. Listen, if I had a things to come DVD player and I go to the menu, I'll skip the war part. I'd be like, I do not want that thing to come. Skip. <laughs> you know, they're superimposing the explosions lots of times. Have you noticed? Yeah. They tend to, I can't tell if it's the same shot or it's just an extension of the shot. Oh, that right. guy had a top hat. I think it's just the same set. <laughs> wow, this is pretty cool. Well, don't worry. No, we're going to fast forward to 1966 soon enough. So, oh, am I ready? Oh, London, 1966. Oh yeah, it's got lots of hippies, acid trips. So was like swinging 60s, and like we saw what was the Space Venus movie? Yeah, the it was girl like from Starship Venus. The girl right? from Starship Venus. It was shot in London in Piccadilly okay, Square. Wait, dead kid, wait, dead kid. Oh no! Yeah, this is oh. touching the heart. Wow. That kid know. was paid $4.6 million to pretend he was sleeping without moving his chest. He never received the money. They destroyed my entire model set. The devastation. What did the Germans do? They wrecked my models. <laughs> right. Look at the war of the shadows. Oh, that this... is just super. Important. Wow, look at all this footage. In a boat, go boaty. Now look, see, there's a futuristic thing, but what they really did there was sort of took the tanks that already existed. Yeah, right. Synced it up. You know, the music's playing now. Beforehand, it was that like occidental music, the background mm -hmm. uh, sound effects. You know, like the bombing, and now it switches to music. It's a pretty well put together film. Well, you see, H.G. Wells wanted to have the music recorded in advance and then make the film constructed around the music. It was one of the reasons why he was removed as director. Um, <laughs> really, this guy named Arthur Bliss did the score and afterward, you know, in a conventional way. And um, there was a concert suite. And it's still like popular in 2015, you know, like the musical score. It's like some college will do it, you know. Nice. And th this is, are the helicopters that they predicted, the black helicopters, no less? No, no. We're still back oh, the in planes. 1940, right? Oh, yeah, now. there we go. We're in the war. Wow, this and is crazy. They must have multiplied the image or something. Now, they're propeller planes. And when we go into the future, They'll never leave that. They, it will see the 1930s mindset. It, they will always be propeller planes. Well, don't forget, did you ever see Back to the Future 2, where in the future we had TV, uh, TV sets that we talked to and fax yeah. machines in every room? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the yeah. 90s, right? Yeah, he got fired. Uh, fax came and says, you're well, fired. It's a joke fax, Mom. <laughs> it's a joke <laughs> fax, Mom, yeah. <laughs> now what we're going to have is a dogfight and a wreck and he'll land and hold the dying man and, you know. Man, that's something romantic about dogfights, right? <laughs> yeah, You're up there. To, the whole point is to kill another man in his expensive plane. 
<laughs> they are. Yeah, there it is very romantic uh when you see dogs doing it. They um Oh yeah, they kind of hold each other at a distance. It looks like they're dancing on their hind legs. Yep. And they're sort of connected like <laughs> like a Lego piece. Okay, so here comes the crash. Okay, and roll them. You're acting. Oh, oh, uh, oh the G-Force. Oh, look. Oh, the model. I know. Here comes another one. Yeah, it's a biplane. He's going to spit on the grave of the guy he killed. It's just my finishing touch. I'm a little psycho. No, no, they're on the same side. They're on the same side. Oh. He's going to rescue. Now, there's no way that guy would have survived. Carl, the but... plane landed on its wheels. Of course it's going to survive. <laughs> it was right side up. Oh, I'm struggling. Uh, the plane pain. The pain of the plane. <laughs> the pain plane. Do what, what, describe your pain. Pain. I just plain pain. <laughs> Nothing fancy. Oh, they're talking. Yeah, it's melodramatic. That is my guess. Yeah, Shakespeare. Now, yeah, Shakespeare, here we go. A cute little girl, okay? And it's one. It's the girl that, like, this guy was trying to bomb and gas. You know, oh, so no. now, right? It's just a, it's just a local farm girl. You know, here she comes. And he goes, no, no, no! Don't sacrifice your life and give it. I'm dying anyway. Give her mine, and then he'll see the irony in this girl he tried to kill. He's gonna die for. Right, the irony. Thank God this movie was lacking irony. This movie hits you over the head with whatever shall become of the blah, 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 blah. You know, he just said, why must we murder ourselves so? It's insane, this war. You know, we're going to get a lot of that platitude. We just, I mean, really, like, story-wise, we saw, you know, war happen in London with maybe minimal characters, right? Oh, I mean, there was extras, but yeah. I mean, yeah, like, saw, there was extras, yeah. but... But these guys that are the threat of this movie, they weren't really there during those scenes. It was just no. more. It's right. It's like man against the world, not man against a. Yeah. This whole movie will not have an. A, there'll be a segment in which a guy's like looked at as a villain. And we'll get to him soon. Now, do you feel like I haven't read the book, which can, uh, maybe the book is like this, too. It is a journal and journals start and then it tells stories and it ends. No, it's, but is it's, there like a overarching story to this is there a reason for me to i mean i, I want to watch it to the end but I, I don't want to be disappointed um you will be disappointed what we're going to see is a saga of what's to come and it's not really going to wrap up in a the war's over carl 1945 no it's not over it's not over wow it's still happening yes that's right 1955 still in 15 war. years oh, look trenches you see that yeah that's right in that's over the top. they're in trenches now you'll see some sock hops and the Fonz has a cameo oh right in 1960 this movie doesn't make any sense oh, it now be... it's no it's now it's 1960 it's laverne and shirley and such <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Oh, he's the invisible man. They killed him. <laughs> right. 
he just okay so now we're like way in the future and it's 1966 okay and the world is a wasteland so much war and there'll be disease too it's still the news uh, the paper see it says four pounds sterling yeah to a person in 1936 they'd be like what the fuck i mean that is inflation you know but you know it's large print so they those they're (laughs) a lot older now I didn't like that when I saw it. It didn't make sense. Why isn't it a newspaper? Well, he's been, this movie communicates through a lot of signs and a lot of. Now look at every town. Look at it. Every town oh. is demolished. Hey, what do you want to do? I don't same know. Same streets through. we were in before. Yeah. What, what, is what is that? Friends out for night. What do you want to do? What oh do no, no, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. It's. Oh, well, we want to we want to clean up some rubble. I don't know. I thought I would go over and clean some rubble. Yeah, me too. <laughs> We're gonna just do you have a broom. I want to sweep the dirt. Hey, man! I I heard uh, there was a band playing at the uh, bowling alley remains. <laughs> oh, cool! Really, the band's playing at a bowling alley remains. Thought we should check that out. <laughs> There's a rave tonight at the the crumbled well. <laughs> Oh, cool. I, I I could pick up a couple items from there. Okay, now, why did a sickness come? I'm not sure. I guess from the gas or something. From I'm war, sure. yeah. 15 yeah, years so of war. What happens in this is you get intently sick, intensely sick, and you, yeah, you didn't intend to get sick. Your intent. You get intensely sick, and then all of a sudden, you wake up and spring out of bed and sort of kind of zombie your way. You're in a lot of pain, but you start walking. What does Dr. Harding thinks about this? Right. It was terrible. <laughs> How many H.G. Uh, Wells books or movies have you watched or read? Well, um, uh, I read that Time Machine one. I read... Leagues Under the Sea, the submarine one. Listen, I think that might be Fern. Oh. Jules Verne. Okay, I don't know. Just, I'm certainly the time machine. Here he comes. Here's this. He's not really a zombie. Oh, I the, say. The War of the Worlds. Disease person. Oh, no, right. I should have wore a mask. Right. That's where I was going. Now, look at this guy. You see this guy? I think he's going to become our bad guy. I think that's the, one with the hat, the American. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, so he that did guy a... was um, uh, hired because he was a name. So what he's saying is, oh, a bloodless shot. Uh, damn it! Why was I... we shoot each other in the streets? I need oh my to God, come up sh- with your... He shot Bob Fosse. Uh, so... Two, three, four. <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> The bad guy who I think is the bad guy is like rallying the troops. Like, if you see a walking zombie, fucking shoot them. They got the disease. Anyone with the disease, kill them. And like, this will pay off like a decade in the future. But okay. it's a long, painful kill people process. Look, a zombie, bang. Oh, yeah. You see a zombie, shoot it. Got it. So okay. shoot him in the head? No, I just did that. Now, <laughs> the, the love interest here. This film doesn't have heroes and such, except for this one guy. This sold to us as a love interest. She's got the zombie zap, 
and oh, no. the whammy jammy. And she's going to do it. She's going to get up and start walking. There's a guy on, like, zombie patrol now. Right. So when you see oh, a zombie, 30. shoot him in the, between the eyes. Does that stop them from zombieism? I guess. <laughs> They're dead. That's fun. The idea oh, no. is stop the spread of the disease. Now, she's got the zombieitis. I guess, but she's not really a zombie. She's just, like, fucked up and in pain or something weird. She's sick. Walking around oh, the war toilet. Zombieitis. Scramble. Zombie Scurry. Coming. And then this the doctor will come out like, don't shoot her. Don't shoot her. And then the bad guy will be like, hey, didn't I fucking tell you to shoot these people? And he goes, okay, both. And he does it. There we go. It's Ready? not the doctor. It's the love interest guy. No! Hey, I'm the hey, bad guy hey, around here. Right, I'm the American with the hat. <laughs> a bloodless shooting again without any gun smoke or... Or even noise. I think I heard like a crap pop. <laughs> oh, look at this. No man is having wrecking the ravages. We're not stopping in 67. We'll stop in 1970. Is, does things pick up in 1970? Like, do they have houses? Well, like, there's a popular show called The Brady Bunch on, and, like, the hippies kind of die out in this period, you know. This is more the me decade is what you're trying to say. <laughs> yes, I am. Saturday Night Live gets big. Uh, right. New Wave is born, although it's not big yet. It's alternative. I see a lot of Cousinarts, uh, Perrier water, <laughs> and running shoes in this sh scene. That's a good one, Mike. Cousinarts. That's perfect timing. If it's 1970, it's probably like Pet Rocks. Yeah. Hey, it's, look it's at this. Things are coming years. back. And it's, it's descriptions of their services, so I know what a dairyman is. <laughs> <laughs> they, pay, they spent a lot of money on this, and it was over a million dollars in American money, but they, they did it in sterling pounds, of course. I mean, this is everything in the shot. There's no tricks, right? Do they do maths, you think? Like, the kind of... Well, yeah, like, for instance, during the first war that we saw, um, right. like, they had rum... the building crumble and fall on people, but it was superimposed. But these shots with hundreds of people in the in the square, they're there at the shot. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, sorry, misunderstood. Yeah, this is all practical. But, I, you know but no, no, the explosion part of this. <coughs> hey, you look, Carl's your dad. Your dad's in the shot. Oh, his, look. His butt? I didn't see my dad. Did you? Yeah. You really did? Darn There's it. a little baby back then. <coughs> oh, it's your great, great grandpa. It's your great, great, great grandpa. You made a fluffy. It's, your great, it's right. It's your grandfather. Your great grandfather. Now they're like, hey, we got a fucking car. All the same. That engine. The only one in the county or whatever. They they manufacture cars now? I guess so. They manufacture no. tanks. No. No. He got a. This and a part oh. It's like a Cuban special. So we're going to finally go Mad Max in this movie. No. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> oh, the donkey's pulling it. There's no tires, Carl. Well, no, problem. he doesn't have gas at the moment. Oh, okay. Gotcha. <laughs> it is kind of stupid. You know, How many horsepower you got? What are you, are you blind? I got two. 
There's one right in front of me. I noticed it was like newspaper, newspaper in the 1970s. Like, hello, radio news, non-visual radio news. Give us 22 minutes. We'll narrate your film. Now, that was Ollie Ollie Ox, who you saw, and they're going to set him free. Ollie Oxen free? Mm-hmm. Look at that dome. Is that City Hall? Back in the day. There's, yeah. There's going to be an open mic at the... <laughs> oh, it's cracked yeah, dome. The you know, I'll go to William Briggs. I'll be like, listen, Tuesday's kind of dead, right? Yeah. You, you guys can do a little business on Tuesdays, right? Right. Listen, look, there's a lot of foot traffic. There's soldiers marching. There's, you know, <laughs> people will come in. They'll get a drink. Uh, Tony B. Do you know Open Micro Tony wait, B? Wait, wait, wait. Do you think that's the same guy who was doing the shooting? I, I think it is. He is wearing a hat, Carl. No, well, no, he's like now the local warlord. And he's bullying them. I want my planes in the air. We're at war. Warlord's raging on, and you know, I'm Daddy Warbucks. Is that oh, as loud the... as you can be? Oh no, I could crank this up. It's not my fault. This guy's dull. Yeah. Well, you know, he's going to be a blustering blowhard, but he's not a. Is that an asshole? You get, you know, he does his a leader. So they got a sorceress? No, that's just his wife. <laughs> this isn't the future that you're thinking of. Yeah. The future, in the future, vampires walk during daylight. All right. And they'd be dressed up all today. I don't yeah. know what that means. But. I mean, for a post-apocalyptic world, everyone's hair is fantastic in this movie. A lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. And that's another thing, like, They'll always have their 1936 hairstyles. In the future, right. that won't change. Right. Michael Richards had the same haircut. In <laughs> Nothing ever changed. Wait. Holy shit. Oh, what is that? There's no such what... fucking thing as a plane. What is that? Metal bird. Yeah, Mad Max was like Road Warrior. They were like, oh, shit. No, it was in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Remember the guy had a whirly bird or whatever? Yeah, he had a... Uh... Yeah, he had an airplane, and they were all going to yeah. take off in it. Remember, there was not enough runway, and so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. The he was so Australian. He was. Yeah, totally. Okay, so the plane's right. landing. So he's like, "Go arrest them and bring him to me." Who is this person? Listen, I'm the war. Right. Uh, right. He's. That's it. I'm the war lord around here. Yeah. He's the war whore. I don't like that term. It's warlord. So what he... The lord of, lord of whore. Um, <laughs> he is the... Um, he has been trying to get planes in the air so he can win this war. And and they're all fucked up and they don't have, you know, gas. And But um, somebody's flying over in a plane. He's like, that's my... Now, this is their idea of a totally modern plane. Yeah, look, there's no flies that'll hit you in the teeth because you got this mask on. You burp in there, though. It's going to stay in there. <laughs> Where can I vomit? I've been wearing this helmet for two hours. Yeah, this is his space helmet. He's got space hair. <laughs> well, he's just old. He's just old. 
So this Who's is happening and it's like you're under arrest. You know, they, they sent this bumbling idiot. And he just sort of walks all over him and now he's leading him. Come on, I know the way. How I know you? everyone. Let's follow space dad. Right. You see, that's Japanese, those high shoulders. That was a design they got from Oh. Promote I don't know what the word is. All right. Oh good, they put the camera on the ground, Carl. Yeah, the cameraman was sick that day, and the H.P. <laughs> Wells was like, "We're directing. We're, right. I mean, we're we're filming. Let's." I I, qu I quit, and I'm taking my tripod. God damn it! God damn it! All right, we've spent budget. <laughs> I spent all this money on these war signs and um, old broken signs in the background. Did you see Citizen Kane? I think this will work. I know, I know, but I'm H.G. Wells. I'm predicting the future. Right. War of the Worlds. That was a big one. So this guy has not gone to the warlord, and he's get he's going into the professor's lab kind of thing. And now this, like, bumbling idiot again is like, no, no, I'm, be I'm really being serious now. You, you got to come with me. Wow, look at that. That's the dome we saw. Yep. He's one man's living in. Oh, I guess oh, it's his he office. Is, he is the whore lord. Yes. Now she. He's Biff. <laughs> yeah. And back to the future, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she is smarter than him. Okay. And she's like queen, you know, but not really because she's a woman and she just, she's, not, you know, she's not going to get a chance, but she can advise and. She's saying, stop bullying this guy around. Do you want planes? Let's figure out what he knows, you know. He comes from a place that represents, um, what's it called? The Freemasonry of Science? Yeah, it's... It, it, He's a space it's mason. People trying to get civilization back together, okay? Uh-huh, well, with secret He's handshakes. the name. And um, he's representing that he's going to have the warlord fall in line. Essentially, they're going to come and invade and shut him down. Clever. But I think he's a Freemason from outer space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the feds in the little outer car. Space. He's not from outer space. He's from the future? You know, this comes with a wall. Well, still at it, eh? We must clean that up. What do you mean we must clean it up? All war. Who are you, I say? The law. Law and sanity. I am the law here. I said law and sanity. Where do you come from? Who are you? Wings over the world. Well, you know, you can't come into a country yeah. like this. this when did the Marvel blip happen? The five-year span? <laughs> Marvel blip? <laughs> What uh, is 2007 that? to 2012. You talking about the cinematic universe? Remember the guy snapped his fingers? Hey, Carl. Oh, yeah, that was. Uh, I went to. I I actually asked for my money back when I saw that movie, and the manager says, "Can I help you?" I said, uh, "Yeah, I would like to get two tickets refunded for Avengers." Uh, and he goes, "Well, why, sir? You watched the entire movie?" I go, "Uh huh. That movie was about a guy." who snapped his fingers, and half the world's population disappears. Uh -huh. And my friend is still here. 
<laughs> I want my money back. It didn't work. Yeah, but it's not reality. Okay, I so had he's a 50 50 chance. <laughs> yeah, right. It depends. If you get a manager who's like, fuck this job, right? No, no, 50% of my friend would disappear. Right. Oh, okay, okay. I'm yeah, a little behind. Hey, that's the joke I, I never give up on. <laughs> it's just see if I have a minute to go left. And you often do. Yeah, I come up short. I'm like, <laughs> here's my strong joke, a little filler. Here's my strong middle, a little filler. Killer <laughs> ending. And I look, it's like a minute and a half. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I better tell that other joke. So we're missing a lot of... It isn't really plot. What we're missing is blustering. So what's happening is... He's like, you're mine now. I own you. You are my prisoner. You're going to help me make planes. And he's like, look, man, hey, I it's not me. I represent a whole, you know, new civilization. And if Things they know I'm here, if yeah, I don't go home, they're coming to get you. And who's who's in the middle? Who's Who else is there? The, the queen is there, if that's her right. real term seriously drinking this guy in and learning about him. Gotcha. I got My God, Star Wars prequels are more interesting. We will. Look at that. He's like letting it dangle. Yeah, that's right. Get? Now, he's Sorry. got some German insignia. And what it implies is that the Germans invaded the UK. But we never learned the, who's the enemy. We're in any town, Carl. Any, any town, USA. Any town. This could be a town in Germany. Look how good he is acting as a kooky dictator with his wide yeah. eyes and proclamations and storming in, right? He's wearing lion skin or some bullshit. Look at him. Yeah, man, he's acting. His feet. On the bed. I no hey, man. Would do that. I'm a warlord. He he needs a yacht. If he's a true warlord, you get yourself your, a yacht, a mega yacht. They're landlocked in every town. They're landlocked. Well, they got a crest there. He's making a lot of sense. She's advising him not to not to bully this guy and aerial bus driver. Huh? Okay, they left me alone. I could finally do what I came here for. Well, he's sort of like in some sort of cell. Oh, I see. I gotcha. They locked him up. Don't be such a dunce! So let me get this straight. This guy comes from another place, and he has things to things like, that he comes from like uh, wherever their central base is, Nova gotcha. Scotia, Canada. I don't know. All right, I gotcha. Right, and they're, like, building a new civilization. And they're kind of doing it, like, I wouldn't say town to town, but, like, area to area. And they're coming in, and they're finding out who's the asshole warlord, and they're... They're, rat they're kicking the beehive. They're rattling the cages. This would be a great TV show. Every week you go to a feudal warlord <laughs> yeah. city to fuck right. their and shit up. And it's just some kind of take a story on trying to... And in yeah. the end... Things that come to kick your ass and take your land. Season finale, like the main, like uh, you know, best friend dies, like at the hands of the warlord. He loses his his wife, dies something. Right. You know? 
Oh, look at the oh. trenches again. World War One. Now we'll yeah. see that throughout. There are some predictions they make that work, others that don't. But we'll never leave machine the guns. mentality of make bigger machines or you know that kind of thing. Right. A little underprepared for this one. I did see it four times. No, this is good. isn't solid. Carl, all you have to know is that there are things to come. That's it. That's the <laughs> research you need to do. Tell <laughs> well, me about the time. Tell me about the movie. So sharp and having all the answers and blah blah blah. This is the most descriptive movie title I've ever heard. Yeah, there's things. Yeah. Now you see how those were 1936 horses, not like our modern horses. Not like our modern day horses. But don't forget, there was a war from uh, 1940 to <laughs> to the present. Yeah, but think about that. That's 40, 50, 60, 76 years. Non-stop I mean, war. Yeah, but then they, I don't know. It it's a never-ending war. I wonder if you, as a filmmaker, did that. Like, just change hairstyles to something we've never seen before. Make them wear spazzy clothes. You know, like, like would that turn off an audience? Well, we, we're just waiting for this guy to finish the speech, but the camera's walking around. There's so many people in so many detailed costumes around him, you know? Yes, we will like, never that guy in the corner. his speeches. I mean, the fire in the room is more interesting than his speech. Yeah, what kind of ventilation? Oh, the dome, the right, the cracked dome. Oh, I guess the cracked dome, yeah. So right now it's like more bullying, like, I want my fucking planes. And then they're like, well, if you want the planes, we need the professor and we need this new uh, weirdo space guy. What a shot. Yeah, with the smoke in the background. Look at the sharp nose and the out-of-focus nose. You can visualize the 1936 movie trailer, right? There's a cut like that, and then a, yeah. a title card will come up, and it'll say, what a cast! <laughs> and then they'll have a little zippity-dippity-doo. <laughs> it's like you were there. We've yeah. seen so many of these films. I remember, like, uh, I would discover, like, a movie from the 30s has a trailer, and it's just, like, clips with, like, yeah. little, you know. So poorly You'll done. laugh. This guy was modeled after Mussolini. That's what H.G. Wells did. Oh, did Mussol did H.G. Wells realize that Mussolini is a weenie? <laughs> no, he bit his weenie. You, Mussolini is a weenie. Where did you did you make that up or did you? No, there's a remember. I think it was from Life Is Hell. There's like a World War II jingle bells or it's like jingle bells. <laughs> Mussolini is a weenie. No, he bit his weenie. Who's the lady? Yeah. Okay. There is this one uh, joke song I I learned in the 1940s. They made a joke song against Germany because we were at war, right. and it was like when the Fuhrer says, "We is the master race." We howl, <laughs> howl <laughs> right into his face. Have you ever was heard it? Mike Jones? Yeah, I have heard. Yes, that. yes, it was. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's J O N E S. It's funny. Okay, so this guy's like, no, I will not help you. I, I, 
He wants a gas and he wants airplanes. I so it's just bullying. I don't know. It, it's even a little boring. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is at least there's a story to this. Well, is there? It's very detached, and one thing doesn't lead to another. We, I don't know. Okay, H.G. Wells conceived his treatment as a new story meant to display the social and political forces possibilities he had outlined in his 1933 book, Escape of Things to Come, a work he considered less a novel than a discussion in fictional form presented itself as notes of a 22nd century diplomat. Gotcha. Have you ever seen uh, Cloud Atlas? Yeah, horrible. But that was like past, present, and future. Yeah, well, it, that's not nice to say horrible. It wasn't horrible. Um, I think I was confusing it with Fountainhead. Oh, the Fountain, yeah, Fountainhead and uh, Cloud Atlas, two different movies, but I, yeah, I hear I you about that. Because yeah, I think she wrote a a book. Anne Rand wrote The Fountainhead, right? Right. And uh, Darren Arzowski directed a, a close to three-hour movie based uh, on it. But Which Cloud Atlas was a, a novel a different by a different author. And I, I attempted to read the novel like I always try to do. And I mm -hmm. made it through like at least the first chapter. But it's basically different periods of time where the same actors played different roles uh, in each time period, and they have different makeup, and uh, it's and all connected, man. It. Yeah. So but I, can, I can see if you're not. Yeah. No, no, no. It, he's just blustering, and he'll continue to do it. This film drags its ass in the middle here. She's great. She's been either bored or interested, or that's it. And you can see behind her eyes, she's thinking. Yeah. Not Blondie here, right? Well, no, Bonnie's doing her part. Just wait for him to be quiet. <laughs> Can we have a seat at the table where there's not flaming, billowing smoke behind me? <laughs> it's very hard for me to eat these oysters. Now he's railing against books. This guy is Mussolini. You could tell Wells is like, fuck you. And we should have paid Wells royalties. Who's with me? Oh, what a now, terrible Wolf, future. Queenie's out of there. And where does she go? In the to bay the source. Basement. Yeah. It's, it's a very civil conversation and very reasonable. She should be the warlord. Well, that's a good point. So... But isn't he like out to break uh, heads, warlord heads, and bust up shit? No, he's out. He'll do that because the job has to get done. But no, he goes to places and reasons with them, you know, and, you know, I'll cure your sickness. I will, you know, he. He brings <laughs> civilization. Getting rid of the sickness will just stop the bloodless bloodshed on the streets. <laughs> the bloodless, the non-firing killing guns. Ah, pew, pew. Oh, <laughs> all right, pew. Oh, pew. I got pewed. 
<laughs> oh, that's my cue to fall down. Right. Yeah, right, so she's bargaining. Yeah, well, she's trying to... Right now, she's not bargaining as much as she's explaining herself. Why she's, like, wants, wants to learn about him and everything. And, you know, like, what he represents is a life outside these city walls and an end to poverty and... Nice. So she's like, I'm willing to deal, but I don't have the power. Oh, so she's bargaining with this guy. This is really interesting. Also, there's 17 steps behind her, I counted. 17 steps? Isn't that interesting? Well, it's very compulsive of you. Two, three. Four, five. Five, six. six seven, eight. Get out of the way, nine. Nine. Oh, shit. Wow. I was almost there. <laughs> I started to sweat because I ran out of, I'm go, you know, I could see I was going to run out of fingers to get. Thank God. Thank God there were 21 steps. <laughs> oh, that, uh, that's an empire. I mean, the astronomical. That one, two, three, four, <laughs> four five, six, six, seven, eight. eight. Stop. Nine. And Oh, fuck. Oh, no. do, you count, do you count the mezzanine as a step? I do. Yeah. Interesting. That's so interesting. This movie is so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. You count. Okay, he says, He's so drunk. you've come for a diplomatic mission, have you? Parlay. Parlay. Look how he's staggering a little drunk and he's still Mussolini. He's got the trench breath. Trench breath. That's right. There you go. Trench mouth. All right. Yeah. Anyway, look. This I don't ends think, today. I don't think this is. This is a good man. I mean, it's just. You know, I I appreciate that that they're going for it. They're going for broke. Cause there's been Nostradamus movies. Maybe I could find it on YouTube. But there was one from the '80s, early '80s. Nostradamus predicts, and I think Orson Welles hosted it. Okay. And. They had someone play Nostradamus, and at the end, it's like, there's going to be a war, and if, you know, you happen to be in New York City during the month of September, stay stay clear. You know? Stay inside. Yeah, stay inside. Get in go, the basement. Go, yeah, go to New Jersey. Just say it. But it was like a... Is it a, is it a full-length movie? Yeah, it is. It was like, Nostradamus says, or something like that, or like, in okay. the week, it was... There was these popular books, and I guess this is the the template, the things to come, where it would be like, oh, what was it? The Chariots of the Gods? Do you remember, I remember that? Yeah. yeah. The, and Nostradamus had his predictions. The movie 2012 uh, with John Cusack was based on right. Nostradamus' prediction that that was the year the world would end. Wait, I thought that was the Aztec calendar. Well, I think but he ripped off and never gave him credit. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's the Aztec calendar. Look how he's helping him fix the planes now. He knows how to work a wrench and shit. There's a lot of money invested in all this stuff, like the bayonets and... 
this mechanical stuff. You think this coon skin cap came off a coon? Raccoon. They like go, yeah, they must have like eating raccoon meat. Or he must have just got it at the Dizzy store that was destroyed in 1952. Six. <laughs> the Davy Crockett hats. Look at this. We are barnstorming. Too bad the bars are a piece of shit. Oh my goodness, they've done it. We've got a working plane. We do. Next up is the dance on the wings for the audience below. <laughs> Ooh. Look, All right. Yeah, what year is yeah. this now? No, this is the civilized people. It's Interesting. Still... Look at how yeah, advanced technology. Soundless but recording, noiseless recording. How it is just like their idea would be what we have today, but like souped up bigger and better. Right. It's, you know, they're on that step ladder. It's junk displayer. So he's the, the head leader. Well, they're like, guess what? Uh, you know, what's his face didn't check in. Just like the guy was threatening to the to the Mussolini. <laughs> um posters in the main okay, so this is about like H.G. Wells' degree of control over the project. Like it's unprecedented for a screenwriter. Like posters in the main title build the film as H.G. Wells' Things to Come with an Alexander Corda production appearing smaller. So the, the production company itself was littled to his name. He was the famous name. Wells had no control over the finished product, really. It's just uh, there were many scenes shot and truncated like he was all over its production but hostages didn't shoot them anyway the chap harding of course against this guest okay so futuristic costumes worn by citizens of every town with the rigid shoulder extensions were patterned after Ginu shoulder cloth of the Japanese samurai. This film's released uh, in U.S. 1947. That's a long time after. It would be a double bill with another H.G. Wells-inspired film. <clears throat> now, what they're loading here is called Happy Gas. Now, what they're loading up here on the plane, Mike, it's happy gas. It's the opposite of that World War II evil gas that'll kill you. This is peace gas. Right. This is peace gas. Okay, so that's H.G. Wells' way. The left is right then. Right is wrong. So Mussolini's blustering and says, get in your planes. Let's go. Let so now they're going to fight whoever the enemy is. Okay. Which are those future guys that are going to crush No, them? no, not the future guys. 
like the other warlords. Gotcha. It's like feudal Europe kind of thing. You know, they know these guys have the edge because the other feudal warlords may not realize future guy is going to get them. They got gas? What sort of gas? I know nothing about gas. I know about these masks, anyway. How quaint. A 1970 gas mask. <laughs> blustering. Blustering! I know. Why do I feel like I'm in Springfield from The Simpsons? Oh, look at that. Yeah. It's modern. That is a very modern model. It's available at FAO Sports, uh, second floor. You know it's a real shot because it's going through clouds. You can't fake that. Oh, I know. And the string was like, it looked like it was dangling and not hovering over it. See, H.G. Wells predicted in the future string technology. Right. In the future, model uh, planes will uh, represent real planes in movies. Did you see how the dials were big, like, barometer and clock? Right. Right? So it's like, if we saw it today, it would be like some sort of float screen with little boxes and, you well, know. Like, like those weird reel-to-reel uh, -reel computer database machines that are <laughs> whoop-whoop-whoop-whoop that spin around. <laughs> They were in the future. They sure were, buddy. <laughs> what is this? Come, who do we'll rave against you? So we're gonna have this long sequence now. Right. It's so 1936 because they're gonna deploy by parachute. You know, it's just. Aren't you supposed to say, like, wow, this is great imagery, the black and white and the clouds? Yes. And, mm -hmm. and the... No, you're right. It's fun. And it's. But you know, it's dull. Yeah. No, I'm just trying to. It's a comedy show. I don't know. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Propellers. All this movie is missing is uh, The Rock as Black Adam. Like, if he came, <laughs> Perfect. he was. Perfect. Yeah. That's the opposite of practical effects. A movie like Black Adam, where everything is possible, so anything happens because everything right. is just CGI. That's right. Everything is CGI, so you can do anything. I, You know, we've come a long way, like you and me, buddy. I mean, from what yeah. we can see. I remember the first time I ever saw, there was, you know, it's a practical effects world, right? I'm watching TV, and there's this Budweiser truck. And it morphs into a sports car, a Budweiser logoed sports car. I just, I, you know, like fell back on my chair. I mean, like, how can you, what kind of sorcery and magic do these people possess? You know, it was like one of the first computer graphic things I ever saw that like tricked me and I believed it. Right, sure. I remember going to see Terminator 2 and the guy morphed into, you know, he, turned into liquid and like what yeah. is, what kind that of was, world I, I i felt that with the a little with the abyss too like that was just pretty nuts yeah there's there's some movies now that i see and i'm just amazed by this how the special effects work and like uh, stuff i've never seen but for the most part like all this is just practical they really had to build this with the smoke and the extras right they really did every now the, there's only one person that the gas 
kills, and it's Mussolini. Warlord. Yeah. Oh, look, long live the chief. Long live That's chef. That says chef. Oh, long He's chef. Very popular. Yeah, I mean, well, there wasn't a lot of food around, and this guy could work miracles. <laughs> They never really got newer newer episodes of South Park, so they really were fans of the chef. <laughs> yeah. They just didn't know. Oh, true. <laughs> look, look it, it's so... They didn't predict anything here. Oh, no, this is what we do. We walk out of a diner and jump out of an airplane. <laughs> Art Deco, we jump out of an Art Deco plane. Art Deco, that's right. Yeah. I don't know if it's literally right, but I mean... It looks more Space Invaders, I guess. Maybe they predicted the Space Invaders. Okay, everyone, stand still. We don't have CGI, so you have to be in the shot, and you have to lay still. We don't have CGI. Here they are! They're tied up for the last 10 minutes, so we got the sun right. Let me feel your head. <laughs> Let me take your pulse. Oh, I'll put my arm around you. Hello! Hey, I'm free. Hello, comrades! Are they new people wearing the suits? or? Th it's the people from Future Land, you know, from Civilization yeah. World. Ah, pity the poor chef. Look at him laying the... Man. His kind will never learn. Looks like Great. Oh, everyone's like, what? Is it lunch yet? Is the commissary open? I feel great. Craft Services is here. Hello. Uh, I was promised a toy if I return a gun. <laughs> Everyone get up now. You have your toys. All right, now here oh, yeah. we have the official council, and we're going to have his vision of the project. This, this is at an Apple store. Right. Now, let's listen to his All right. proclamations of the world to come. It's going to take forever. They got the last warlord. Yeah. Warlord. That's what it is. Wings Over the World is the name of their organization. So it's over. So, Wow. Wings over the world. Wow. Or, what is what? 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 Yeah. <laughs> it was the great. Wow was perfect for marketing. Can you so just call it Wings over world? Can you just no, call it? No, it has to be the world. God damn it, our acronym. Okay, so now civilization will come to every town. And what that means is industry. So we get models. They make models. But they're mining the lands finally. They're stripping the earth at last. What they're going to do is they're going to, yeah, they're going to take these raw materials and turn them into a beautiful every town. Now look at this 1936. Right. Why would this... you need a piece, a plank of wood? I like the long staircase that that device had. This is uh, like the the peacetime workings. Right. No longer we see tanks and airplanes. Exactly. We're seeing gas that turns the rock into mush or something. 
So is this a thing that came or went? The hand musher. Look at that. I don't think we have that yet. Whoa! That was practical. We okay. <laughs> so my friend is trying to patent a, a a wheel musher. What'd you say? A hand wish? 